You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. The second start of the day, the kids are over. And <laughs> your buddy has spent some time with his best buddy in the oh, whole wide yes. world. We found out today. Oh, yeah. So as I record this, my uh, grandkids stopped by, and so they got to talk to Pastor Wolven. They love Pastor Wolven. Yes, and, they uh, do. And we had started recording, so my they favorite got buddy. to see him. Yeah. Yeah, he he said today that Pastor Wolven was his best friend, even better than Poppy. Yep. So he'll be severely punished when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that cufflink. See, it's just a uh, it's a blessing because they don't really know me. Yeah, he's not getting the cufflink uh, collection now. Uh, that's out of the will for Harrison. <laughs> those beloved cufflinks that I have, yes, he's not getting go. those. Yeah, because I know he'd really want those in the days ahead. <laughs> French cuff shirts are all the rage right. and going to be again, right? So, yeah, so he's out. But, yeah, he loves Pastor Wolven, so good to see them. And, yep, uh, and I love Isla Harrison. Too. Yeah, he's a bud. And Isla, little Isla, isn't yes, she Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And she looks just like? Just like Kayla. Oh, my goodness. You know, this has been for 40 years. I'd go to the hospitals and see the little babies, and whenever I'd tell Denise who I saw, she goes, "Who's he look like? Who does she look like?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." Wow, I see Kayla. Oh, I mean, yeah. I really do. It's, it's and they have the same personality. They have the same, <laughs> you know, buttons to push. It's it's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, she'll do all right. She'll do all right. So good, good to see them. Secretaries, yes. If you're if you're gonna have one. What do you want to have in one? Okay. Um, I, I guess it would be that quality that Proverbs 31 talks about, even mm. though you're not married to her, but, you know, where it talks about the kind of uh, woman who is virtuous that her husband doth safely trust in her so right. that he shall have no need of spoil. And so that... If that same quality can be engendered to the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, mm-hmm. that um, and it's not a it's not a loyalty thing. I think we go way overboard on that nonsense. Right. I mean, I really do. But if somebody really cares about the church, they're not going to be a blabbermouth. You know, mm-hmm. it, the the last person you want working in a church office is a blabbermouth. Oh, absolutely. I told uh, our secretary, Darlene, I said, if you steal, I can I can forgive you. We can move on. If you, you know, whatever. I said, I can forgive that. If you ever talk about anything to anybody about what you've heard or seen in this office, I will fire you immediately. And I've got to say, in the 25 years that she was my secretary, I never one time had an issue with her talking to anybody about anything in that our office, is and I'm great. so thankful for that. She's it's embezzled amazing. fifty thousand dollars, but oh, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, she's lied. She's lied to me every day of her life. I I don't care. She never said a word. And it's funny. 
I would be in the office and I would say, now listen, don't, I don't want to take any calls today. I'm studying. So just tell people that I can't be interrupted and uh, I will call them back just as soon as I can. And I'd be down in the office or something and the phone would ring and they'd say, is Pastor there? And she'd say, uh, he's here, but he's, he's studying and I uh, can't be disturbed. Well, wh what's he doing later? Well, I don't know. Well, when he be when will he be able to call me? Well, just as soon as he can. And I mean, they would try to find. Is he going to be here this weekend? Um, is Ruthie home? Are, are the kids there? I mean, they try to find out all kinds of information. She's like, like I, I'm not giving you that information. I'm not going to do it. And and people would try to get that information. It's amazing, but she wouldn't do it. She was solid. And so for that, you know, and she was loyal as a as a staff member. And boy, I appreciated that. And it was worth every penny that we paid her that she would do that. It, because people love to know just to know. Some people right. love to know because they like to use ammunition against people. But, mm. you know, mm. overall, people are just curious. And, um, you know, y you've got an incident that you could say something that would be harmless. Um, you're at church. You're sitting maybe in the choir. And, um, you know, somebody says, you know, look, and that color red is really nice. And she could say, oh, yeah, Mrs. Smith had, had on that red dress on, on uh, Friday. When did you see Miss, Mrs. Smith on Friday? You know, right. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, you know, because somebody wanted to come in and uh, maybe they had a uh, personal reason of things to talk about and they didn't want people to know. And now, right. you know, just something said innocently could really, you know, embarrass some people. Mm -hmm, mm hmm. And sadly, there have been some churches that have been devastated by having a secretary or a staff member that could not do that. And I've seen that. I have been with pastors who've had that happen, and it is devastating. And if that lady would turn or if, you know, she just didn't understand that, it, it was a devastation to the church. So if you're a secretary, know that that is a key element. Or if you're going to be a secretary or, you know, office staff or whatever you want to call it, know that that is a character, yeah, you must have, I think, if you're going to be effective. Yeah, now, you know, a church secretary, if her pastor or assistant pastor, uh, business manager, whoever it may be, wants her to do something that's unethical, Mm -hmm. I think that's very, very poor, and I think it's a great opportunity for her to say so of, you know, Pastor, I wouldn't even do that out in the world working, right? and I'm mm -hmm. embarrassed that you're asking me to do that. You know, because a lot of times pastors will say, tell somebody I'm not in the office. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're encouraging your secretary to lie. You know, why can't you just say, uh, you know, he, he's busy right now, he's unavailable. You know, I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's the truth. Um, yeah. You know, so just those kind of things, you know, oh, we didn't send the payment yet. Tell him the check's in the mail. That's wrong. That That's yeah. wrong. And so, um, you know, there is that element that it, you better be ethical yourself, you know, as a pastor, as a, as a church staff, uh, do things that are ethical and uh, you won't necessarily have to worry about what some secretary is going to be spilling the beans on you know right i think too a secretary needs to be almost uh, a mother type figure in that mom is the one that keeps peace in the family most times 
and mom is the glue that holds it together. I think when you have a staff of three, four, you know, I know churches that have 40, 50, 60 staff members. A secretary sometimes is that person that keeps the staff together because once you start getting that many people working together there can be friction there can be hard feelings there can be misgivings and sometimes a secretary can be the person who helps eliminate some of that and will maybe take especially if she's a lady that's you know got some experience in life she can take someone aside and say hey listen that's not the way we do things here that's not the way to handle that um some of those things. I mean, she doesn't overstep a bound, but she can kind of help with some of those things. I think that's a good quality. Well, the best qualities you're going to want from someone besides being trustworthy and uh, honest, of course, is uh, I think you want somebody with great character because somebody who has character and not just talent is going to find out a way to get something done. They're going to be doggedly determined. They're going to wind up taking classes themselves. They're, they're going to wind up having that initiative to, to learn the programs, to, to practice with things, whether it be at home or whatever. It just I, I think that's so important that it isn't only, well, this one individual, she knows you know three different computer programs, but I'm not really quite sure on her Christian character. Right. And you've got right. this lady who has just impeccable Christian character, but she's not that much of a computer whiz. Now, I don't mean it's somebody that they'll never learn, but it's somebody mm-hmm. that just has never needed to. And right. I would go with the one with great character, and you limp along a little bit for a while because I think mm-hmm. in the long run she'll wind up excelling and being so much better. Yeah, I I think that that pastors should realize, too, and you've kind of alluded to this, that if you have a lady that is in that position for a long period of time, whether she volunteer or she's a paid staff member, if you ever have to let that lady go for, you know, she's just not capable, she's just gotten older, she's struggling, boy, you have to be very careful in how you do that. Uh, If you do have a good character person, you got a quality person, but they're unable to you know, do the job and you need to let them go. It's a very difficult thing to do. And and you alluded that you had an older lady that worked for you for a number of years and greatly. I know her. She's man, awesome lady. Mm-hmm. But it came a point where you had to transition her out. And that was a hard thing for you. Yes, it was. That was a difficult thing. It took you a while to do that. Yeah. Because you don't want to hurt her, number one. And then the people of the church become very defensive of them. And so that's that's a difficult thing. So when you're hiring, know that that may be a potential uh, one day down the road. So yeah, that would be pretty much whoever whoever it may be, whether it's a you know staff member, whether it's assistant pastor, a secretarial right. individual, you know whoever it may be. Uh, that's always a that's always a difficulty whenever whenever you mm-hmm. wind up you know having in- incidents like that. Yeah. Um, did, have you ever done staff reviews? Do you do that? I know some pastors yes. do that. I never did. I didn't yeah, do I, that. I, well, When I was in charge of the church office at Cleveland, I did yeah. them every six months. And, oh, uh, really? Six yeah. Months. And so with the, with the secretaries. And Pastor Folger for a while would sort of do them every six months or about a year with the staff mm-hmm. members, you know, the, the uh, men. But 
you know, when I was in charge of the church office, I did that. And then, you know, I always had always had the opportunity. Look, if you have trouble, if you have problems, um, you know, come and see me and and we'll get it worked out. Um, And then what I tried to do is, you know, here's one things that we do that's wrong as pastors. We'll, We'll grab the bullet and go, oh, that date on the bulletin's wrong. It should be March 18th, not March 19th. And so now everybody in the whole church sort of looks over at the one who does the bulletin. Mm. So what I started doing after I became in charge of the church office, if I was giving announcements, I would say, I'm so sorry. Uh, I have the wrong date in the bulletin. And, and Because I'm yeah. responsible for every printed yeah. piece of paper that comes out of the office, technically. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, no, I didn't do the bulletin, but, you know, uh, it's my responsibility. And I'm telling you, doing that little thing, you know, I apologize. I, I, I got the date wrong in here. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the loyalty and the appreciation that, that, you know, they wind up giving you because of that, because now you didn't hang them out to dry. You know, a church, uh, you know, the church calendar would fall in that. And then when you have, you know, a church of 2000 and a Christian school and uh, and, you know, an institute and yeah. all of these things, I mean, we plan out 18 months in advance, you know, these things. And so, uh, you know, if we had a conflict, I would say, I'm so sorry. You know, that was my responsibility. I would call them mm-hmm. up, uh, you know. Uh, the fellowship is hall is not open, but the you know I can call the school and see if we can use the cafeteria. I sure apologize. You know, just you know to take the responsibility. I think is mm-hmm. is very helpful. Yeah, I think so. I think another quality you have to have uh, in a secretary or someone that's going to work in that position, they they have to be able to work with people, and they have to be able to uh, sometimes deflate a situation. Sometimes they have to, you know, elevate a uh, situation. They have to be able to work with people and know how to temper people and motivate people. I think that's a quality that they need to have. Motivate how? Um, well, sometimes, you know, you got a lady that's supposed to be in the nursery and she's not showing up. And if the secretary is responsible for that in the schedule, she's got to say, now, listen, you're on the schedule and you've been on the schedule. And this is your scheduled time, and you're not showing up for that. So um, you, you've got to be there, or you've got to let me know, or whatever, and kind of motivate that person to be in the position they're supposed to be in. Or, you know, uh, they're dealing with a business. Uh, we've we've asked you for a re, you know a receipt. We haven't got the receipt. We need to get that receipt. You know, some of those things yeah. to do it very kind kindly and tactfully, but to get those things done. Yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Uh, yeah, yeah, just depending on whoever's in charge of whatever they're in charge of, not to overstep their bounds. Right. Because if you start chewing out a nursery worker, but the nursery department head is the one who's actually responsible, you know. So, you know that right. you know sometimes you gotta you know you have to be able to understand that their ministry is their ministry, and even though they use you for scheduling a little bit, uh, you know you're you're just there to help. Sometimes you're not there to run mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. 
I found a good secretary too. Uh, if I had an issue with a lady and my wife wasn't available, sometimes my secretary could step in and I'd say, more that you know that that young lady is uh, inappropriate and in how she's dressed. Could you speak to her about that? And she would go and say, now this is you know this is how we do it and what we do, and she would take care of that. That was very helpful to have somebody that could do that that was on staff. Well, I thought your uh, assistant pastor would go do that. Well, uh, he did, and he got fired. <laughs> he did that with the guys. He did that with the guys. I'll tell you that. Yeah, or he'd get his yeah, I don't wife think to do I've it. Ever My wife used wasn't there. A, an assistant uh, a secretary to do that, but yeah, it, it it just depends what works for every church, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the situation you're in for sure. So, yeah, yeah, I. I yeah, I appreciate every lady that has done that and does do that. And some have been a tremendous help and blessing to their church. And if it works for you, I'm all for it. If it's if it's something that you've structured around, it's great. If if that's not what you think you need or need to do and you want to try something else, hey, I'm all for that. We live in a different day. And uh, I was going to ask my daughter. She's downstairs. Uh, she works in a large corporation. And I think since COVID, uh, many of them are working from home. Uh, I was going to see if they still have a secretary where she works. There's a receptionist uh, when you go in the front door. I don't know if she's still there or not. I should check and see and, and let you know maybe on uh, next week's podcast. But um, I'm not sure if she's there or not or what her function would be. Maybe I'll find that out and let you know. Yeah, I would think that uh, the personal assistants would be there, you know, for the for the executives. They're going to be there, and they're going to make sure that they're available. And so, uh, yeah. uh, and of course— a ministry is different when you have maybe when you get larger and whenever there are ministries that wind up being a um, compulsory attendance through the mm -hmm. week, you know, a daycare, a school, something yes. like that. So now that mm -hmm. changes the whole dynamic because yes. many people are required to be there at a certain time and stay at a certain time. So because they have this secondary ministry you probably need somebody there while they're there in the church yes. office to make those you know complement uh, to complement all those activities that are going on and so you know that that dynamic changes too yeah for sure secretaries we appreciate you thank Amen. you for what you do and a lot of people volunteer today. A lot of people volunteer to do bulletins. They volunteer to do the slides. And we especially appreciate Amen. those folks who don't get paid for that stuff. They just do it as a ministry. God bless you that do that. And I highly encourage you, if you have those talents, you know, at least offer to do something or try to do something, uh, whatever you can do. I, I appreciate that. One other thing that I thought of that... Uh that the benefit of having a church secretary is you have an individual generally in the church building who sees things from a woman's eyes. Yes. You know, we could maybe walk by, we're thinking about something and we walk by, you know, this garbage can that looks nasty and doesn't bother us, but a woman sees it and goes, oh my goodness, look at that nasty garbage can. They're going to see things that we wouldn't, and I don't mean they've got to be the the uh, church custodian or thing, but but they're going to wind up being a help in that way, of seeing some things and noting some things that women 
would be very concerned about that we wouldn't even think of. And so that's that is an extra yeah. blessing there. And I mean, who in the world's getting the coffee if you don't have a secretary? I mean, come on, my cup is empty. Uh, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> oh, there are ladies saying bad things right now all over the place. <laughs> no, they know you. <laughs> they know me. They, you know what you do? You go get your own coffee. You go get your own coffee. That's surprised. what you do. <laughs> I'm getting a toonie thrown at me from my secretary. Go get your own coffee. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, now. Liberated That's women. a word that many people in the States have no idea what you're talking about. No, no, they don't. They don't. A toonie. That's oh, Tim Talks for the week. A toonie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a $2 coin. Right. Yeah, $2 coin. Yep. Yeah. I get you a cup of coffee, 208 for a large double-double. That's what it is. So, yeah. This is Tim Talks, and we've had a great week. And I'm Al Stone. I'm so glad to be with you. And, uh, Brother Wolf, it's great to spend the week with yes. you again. Thank you for uh, for doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Amen. And uh, we are ever creeping towards 1,000. Get ready. It's going to be awesome. We got to do so video. Got a ways to go. We're going to do video. Got to do video. We're going to we're going to introduce the the uh, couple entries we have for a opening and uh, some little filler stuff. Uh, we got some folks that did that. So uh, look at that. I think we're probably going to change our opening. Um, get Brother Mike to update our opening for us because we have some things we need to oh, change. Oh, well, that there. should have been changed a while ago. Yeah. Man, here's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, oh. <laughs> People have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> A few gray hairs. A few gray. So I'm Al Stone, and I thank you for being with us this week. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Again, please give us a rating review. I know we say it a lot, but it really does help us whenever you do that. And, of course, uh, make sure you subscribe to your favorite podcast listening platform. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Monday. We hope you have a great weekend day. And uh, I want you to go to your church this weekend if you have a secretary and thank her. Let, ladies, give her a great big hug. Guys, give her a good handshake and tell her how much you love and appreciate her. Amen. And pastors, give her give her a raise, you cheapskate. Give her a raise. <laughs> You're welcome, Denise. You're welcome. <laughs> have a great day. This is Tim Talks. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.